Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 9th of November. China's consumer price inflation moved back into negative territory again in October, with producer prices remaining in deflation. This is still a local concern, with little to no consequence beyond China's borders. Pork prices were the main driver of the consumer price shift, and China's pork price cycle signals absolutely nothing to the rest of the world. China's producer prices are mainly for domestic consumption, and the deflation there is focused on lower commodity prices. To the extent that China's export prices do decline, this is still not that relevant to consumer prices in advanced economies. The price of an imported consumer product in the developed world is still mainly about domestic labour costs, as there is an awful lot that happens to a good between the exporting port and the end consumer's home. Of more global importance are speeches from not one, but two separate chief economists today. The European Central Bank's Lane and the Bank of England's Pill are both scheduled to speak, and it is to be hoped that investors appreciate their enormous good fortune at such a prospect. Markets are getting more and more convinced that interest rates in the developed world have peaked, and the only way is down from here. There is likely to be some pushback from central bankers on this. Policymakers do not want rate-cut speculation to get ahead of itself. But chief economists have an obligation to live in the real world and to talk about the trends in inflation, down, growth, slowing, and current policy, tightening because of real interest rates and quantitative policy. The peak rates hypothesis should therefore be supported. In support of the soft landing scenario, a San Francisco Federal Reserve paper is suggesting that pandemic-era excess savings may now last until mid-2024. Of course, some caution is needed in interpretation, as the data quality is less than ideal. We've already had some big changes to savings numbers historically in the United States, Economically, there is an interesting question about how these savings are thought of. If consumers regard these savings as a stockpile of cash that can be dipped into whenever required, then the amount of consumer spending is limited by the size of the excess savings pool. If, however, consumers think of these savings as a form of wealth, mentally allocating the money to college tuition funds or retirement, for instance, then the limits on spending are different. In that situation, the consumer may reduce their monthly savings rate, because they're backed by a stock of savings, and the amount of spending is then limited by how much lower the savings rate can go. Both forces are probably at work, but the balance between the two will matter in determining how soft the soft landing actually is. Elsewhere, we get the European Central Bank's economic bulletin, which is largely a space filler for financial journalists and not likely to move the markets. Initial jobless claims numbers are due from the United States, and with evidence of a slowing US labour market, they will probably get some attention. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.